This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Angrez apna lagaan aur news laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte. Welcome to another episode of Hafta from extremely dismal grizzly Delhi which has seen horrible violence in the last few days. We shall discuss that in detail. But before that I just want to introduce my panel. Uh we have Raman Kripal. Hello. Mehraj. Hello. Manisha Pandey. Hi. And joining us as a guest today on the phone line is Neha Dikshit. Many of you who have been listening to Hafta have heard her before on our podcast and you have read her reports. She is a fantastic reporter who has worked on the ground and also luckily is educating young students in journalism at Ashoka University. Hi Neha. Hi. happy to join us uh so before we go over the headlines i just have a couple of quick announcements you know we've been doing a lot of reports in fact uh, so we have we'll have about 8 or 10 reports from delhi on the violence in yes. the last few we weeks. already uh, we already have about 5 uh, 6 so nine up. more to go nine more to go so uh, now because we don't want to limit our coverage only to delhi and wait for a riot for there to be ground reports we have a nlsena project that is active right now it is on chatisgarh adivasi prisoners in uh, india's bloody war against the maoists chatisgarh has been ravaged uh, its adivasi community has borne a huge huge brunt of the state violence thousands of adivasis have been swept up in the crackdowns by security forces and are languishing in jail we will be sending our reporter prateek there he will spend 2 to 3 weeks traveling in chatisgarh and then filing a ground report we have a target of 190000 we request you to subscribe and get on to the nl sena project please contribute nl sena because without ground reports news will die all you'll hear is opinion so pay to keep news free go to newslaundry.com and either subscribe or pay indirectly for the story to our nl sena project so manisha what do we have in headlines um delhi violence was dominated the headlines the death toll in delhi has risen to about 34 people it's going to increase there's been uh, what sparked it off was kapil mishra's speech in northeast delhi after which there were communal riots between both muslims and hindus first earlier dubbed as pro ca anti ca but it quickly turned into it's out muslims out versus hindu there's yeah. no ca now uh, the supreme court said that lives could have been saved had the delhi police acted on time and there've been a lot of disturbing visuals that have come out of delhi police assisting rioters at certain okay on certain occasions there was shoot at sight order also in some areas uh, there's an intelligence bureau employee who was killed his body was found in rain yesterday in chanbag area and there are many theories of what all where all violence happened we will discuss i guess each story in detail as we discuss the delhi violence and we have people reporting on the ground including neha you also went on the ground yeah i spent uh, the whole day yesterday at the lmjp hospital with the people who were attacked and injured and some of the people family members of the people who've been killed and most of them were from mustafabad so the kind of uh, apart from the usual things that we hear in a violence or a communal riot situation like this there were some new kind of attacks also and apart from this uh, confirmation yesterday that came where this dead body was found of an ib officer in a dream lots of people are claiming that many of their relatives are missing and some dead bodies have also been of people living in those neighborhoods were also dumped there and still no identification has been made because the investigating officers are too busy and which is why they can't even come to the hospital to get the post mortem 
started. So, which is why lots of people are waiting to get the dead bodies of their family members since uh, day before. But because the so postmortem hasn't happened, clearly the the toll will go up significantly uh, since that's the yes, stuff on the, the ground. Yes, in the days to come. Then, uh, the Delhi High Court judge uh, S. Mulidharan really took on the centre yesterday and he's been transferred swiftly overnight. Yeah, That's in fact the notification that, yeah. came this morning or maybe last night and the judge who, uh, we will discuss that story also in a little more detail, uh, it's rather alarming. The brazenness with which the state is carrying out whatever their project is. Uh, what also coincided with the Delhi violence was Donald Trump, the President of the United States visit mm. and his and uh, Modi's Bonhomi and his visit to Gujarat and then Delhi and the Taj. And then they went back and in fact that was getting wall-to-wall live coverage on our television screens while Delhi was burning. Truly a, a moment of shame for broadcast news. Then uh, Jamia, the court has uh, sought a police probe into the Jamia attack case and Shaheen Bagh, SC is to hear a petition seeking the safety of the protesters there and that is going to be, that is scheduled for today. Then Kashmir students attended school for the first time in seven months. Schools have finally opened. There were some wonderful photographs from there of young children going to school. And the Supreme Court Bar Association has condemned Justice Mishra's open praise to the PM in case you're wondering what I'm talking about. Justice Mishra, who is a Supreme Court judge, had heaped praise in a speech on Prime Minister Modi saying that he is a visionary with international, what? International visionary with national International appeal or Execution or something. It was as if he was talking about an emperor rather than a prime minister. Yes. And a versatile genius. Versatile genius, that's right. <laughs> and Hotstar has not uploaded the last week tonight with John Oliver because... I think that's stunning. That's uh, amazing. John Oliver has taken Mr. Modi and the central government to the cleaners and Hotstar has not uploaded it. So much for our media platforms. Mm. And meanwhile, in other very disturbing news, this coronavirus apparently is all set to be a pandemic. In case you're wondering what a pandemic is, there's an interesting podcast on NPR and Time magazine also has an article. The World Health Organization won't categorize anything as a pandemic because they can't do anything about it. So they've actually stated that. So therefore, we will not categorize it as a pandemic, although it may be a pandemic. So that probably, they're saying it'll peak at the end of March. Then Harvey Weinstein has found, been found guilty of rape and he's been sent to prison. And Bihar Assembly has unanimously passed a resolution to not implement NRC. So I don't know what that means, what Nitish is playing footsie with this government and then kicking them and then playing footsie again. Kind of confusing. We have an article up by Anand about this. He explains what this is all about. Okay. It's related. Basically, the crux is that Bihar elections are coming. Right. So he is playing both sides. He has to consolidate his vote. Yeah, and he has to keep the BJP on edge because he wants more seats from them when the seat sharing agreement happens. So, um, yeah, on that note, just would like to remind you that no matter what platform you listen to this podcast on, newslaundry.com is a website where we have articles, we have videos, we have podcasts. Do visit newslaundry.com and see what we do. If you like it, please support independent media and pay to keep news free because we don't take advertising because we believe when the public pays, the public is served. When advertisers pay, advertisers are served. So do support News Laundry and do give us a high rating on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on because that makes it easier for others to find us and the more people who find us will likely subscribe. Before I move on, I would just once again like to appeal to all our listeners to consider contributing to our new NL Sena project. It is on Chhattisgarh's Adivasi prisoners. The crackdown on the Maoists in many parts of Chhattisgarh 
has led to a mopping up of adivasi communities there and people from those communities being in prison um as collateral damage i think it's a story that needs to be done it will cost us one like 90000 for pratik to go spend two to three weeks there and then report so the whole thing can take up to a month so do consider subscribing also we have a city and country specific subscribers group like you know we have a us subscriber group we have a delhi subscriber group we have bangalore subscriber group so we are creating subscriber whatsapp groups across uh, you know city specific subscriber groups why we doing this is uh, it will make it easier for us to organize events because like i said going forward we want to have events at least once a quarter and going forward maybe once every other month in different parts of the country so, you know bangalore kolkata and and uh, whichever other cities we have significant amount of subscribers so you can mail us your number at contact@newslawney.com i repeat contact@newslawney.com with your city and your country name and uh, you can also fill out the google form the link is there in your weekly newsletters all our subscribers get weekly newsletters so there's a link to the google form if you fill that form and you want to be added to those groups uh, we'll add you what it does is a it keeps you informed of when there are events and from our experience of our us group that group also remains in touch and organizes little things themselves uh, you know because they're like minded people who like to discuss politics and news so we'll be doing that so let's start with neha uh, neha you were saying that there was something unique about this i mean all the conversations you had in the hospital which were atypical in this riot what exactly was that what do you mean by that i mean and there were uh, first of all uh, i mean i've covered violence in various areas before but this is the first time i've seen so many such large number of casualties because of an acid like substance that was used in the violence in delhi three four days back so there are at least i met at least six people who had and so which is why because that's the other part that because the hospital uh, people are not available to check what it is so it, it basically lots of people have their faces and eyes damaged because of an i'm using acid like because there's no confirmation acid like substance thrown on their faces which is why at least six people i met yesterday have lost their eyes apart from the other damage that has happened to their face and to their other body parts so this is something which was i think used in a, like a large numbers because other people also one guy uh, who was shot point blank dead day before by again uh, the family members claim that it he was shot dead by a police officer he also had acid injuries on his body so this has been used in a, at a large number and because the because even the hospital and the government hospital this is lnjp hospital the doctors are not used to seeing this kind of injury in a communal riot situation which is why they're not able to understand whether which department should they be referred to so that is one part the other part which is again very important is that unlike um, this is again uh, the time when uh, this riot happened in the city so in the city and this is an area which is by the way which borders both haryana and uttar pradesh so loni in ghaziabad which is a huge uh, which has a huge muslim settlement and similarly uh, on uh, on the border of haryana and there are lots of small industrial units in 
this part of North Delhi, which is why it invites a large number of migrants from various parts of the country, especially in North India, from Bihar and from UP. So most of the people, of, again, uh, are who are affected are working class Muslims working in those industrial units. So, which is why people who have been affected, not just their homes have been uh, set to fire or destroyed, but also at the same time, those industrial units in those areas, the smaller ones, have been set ablaze or destroyed. And which is why it has led to a lot of people who, yesterday I saw, there were at least 40 families who had come to LNGP. A lot of them were discharged and now they're going back to their hometowns. So, it comes like full circle. So, uh, acid attack, again, uh, lots of acid attack victims were just given painkillers at the hospital and they were discharged. Okay, Manisha, if you could come in, you've been uh, overseeing a lot of the, also maybe you, mm. I mean, take a pick. Why Northeast Delhi? What I'm trying to understand is that Delhi is huge. It's, I think, maybe a couple of times the size at least of Bombay, if not more, probably more. Why Northeast Delhi? That is where Kapil Mishra made that, mm. that th- th- this this particular speech. And apparently he hasn't booked on this because no one in the police force has heard this speech although the DCP was standing right standing next to him and right I said beside that. Him. I think it's a disgrace. But why this area you think? This is also the area where Amit Shah made that speech about Aisa vote karo ki Shaheen Bagh mein current lagega. So there is a lot of ghettoization of Muslims. A lot of Muslim pockets there and a lot of uh, Hindus also living there. So it's anyway. And then again, there are, uh, you know, issues of unemployment there. I think there's a lot of youth from both sides that is unemployed. Not very great uh, education sort of. Uh, so this area doesn't have any pocket of affluence like the rest no, of Delhi it does. does like, not. Like, no, it does you not. Know, no, no. West most, Delhi has um, pockets of affluence. No, this, no. Punjabi Bagh has, south of course has in the middle of some. So this has no pocket of affluence. No. It's entirely poor. In fact, Mustafabad is entirely mostly recyclers. Okay. Uh, either e-waste or you know uh, doing other kind of recycling work the unorgan- unorganized sector so it's really really poor people it's not a affluent place at all this place is uh, mostly inhabited by migrants okay mostly the migrants and you have uh, pockets of muslim area so if you see the violence as it has happened where the muslims are lesser in number they have uh, you know faced the wrath of these writers, wherever there are, uh, you know, dominant Muslim pockets, mm. the retaliation has happened. Right. So okay. there are Hindu casualties yeah. there. So the and mostly the migrants, mostly as uh, Neha said, uh, most most of them are working in the uh, factories, mm. uh, industrial units, and uh, they are uh, rickshaw wallers. They are uh, e-waste. Uh, right. You know, mm. So so what there is the what what Kakamur. stands out uh, for you Manisha in a the coverage of this I haven't been able to watch what our usual hate mongers are saying I I've, I've, I'm curious to know how they would defend this the, hmm. the Jai Shri Ram slogans and the obvious weaponization of militant Hindutva I think one of the most things that struck me actually I mean apart from the coverage was that how many journalists came under attack while reporting on the riots you've had more than a dozen journalists from various news organizations Times Now Republic Times of India Hindustan Times all of them talking about how they were attacked by mobs and I think this is where now it's time to stop uh, the false balance of saying that you know oh there are hostile crowds on both sides because we've seen that 
against the anti-CA protests, journalists were heckled. There were slogans shouted to them. They were told, go the media, go back or stuff like that. Or they were aggressively told to stop shooting. But here you've had a mob that's caught on to journalists that said, we'll pull down your pants and check whether you're Hindu or Muslim. That have shot one guy from JK24 has been shot. Hmm. And he's currently in, in the hospital getting uh, treatment. But the guy at NDTV the kind had of his violence, punched out. The kind of violence that journalists have had to face. And all of, I mean, I have not heard of an account yet from the other side where a journalist was stopped and said, you chant Allah Akbar or you... No, this you know. reminds me it's of... No, all Hindutva uh, mobs that have gone after journalists no, this, from this across organizations. This reminds me of 1992 hmm. in Ayodhya where when the action happened, so just before the action, they started attacking the media. Media, right? And the media that was the first. That short news yes. track of this. We were at the top. Uh, this of foreign the roof. guy bleeding, and he's being yes. dragged. Right? Yes. Yeah. All media. They made. So similarly, I mean, here also, the media was attacked. They were not allowed to walk. No, but in this case, I'd like to point out this uh, JK24. Mm. He said that a shooting shooting apparently came, came from, from the within NDCA. an NDCA protest. So, so I think we should NDCA make that clear. Yeah, um, I mean, by his account, he was it came walking from I mean, one doesn't know. He I know, says I, mean, I don't know what happened. Yes, yes. So, but I mean, we should clarify that. There was an NDCA protest in the vicinity of where yeah. he was shot. Yes. Yes. So exactly. Basically, what he no, what he said was that uh, there was the pro CA guys. I went there. I started reporting. I started videographing, and then I was moving towards the anti CA guys, and a bullet came, and I don't know what happened next. Yeah. So there's no clarity on what, but what I'm saying mm. is that, you know, holding on to journalists, ask them to chant, uh, you know, Jai Shishtra, ah. or ask them to chant Hanuman Chalisa, or checking the ID and saying, okay, Hindu, mm. oh, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I know, I think, apart from that I one person, know. it's completely on that side. Like every yeah. journalist who's been targeted, abused, harassed, beaten up, it's from this side. And so while, I mean, we one chanted more thing. Jai Shri Ram in 1992. Mm. I, I think that's what Rancho Jyotilak Lagaki, you should uh-huh. go report. But I think one of the things. Uh, a lot of people are calling it a pogrom. I would not call it a pogrom. I think it's a communal violence between two sides. And we, in all such situations, one doesn't know who threw the first stone. So there's obviously never going to be clarity whether hmm. the Muslims threw the first stone or the Hindus threw the first stone. But what is very clear is Kapil Mishra's, that it sparked, his presence sparked it. Whatever he said is immediately after that violence broke out. So it's really amazing that, and no journalist has questioned him. Hmm. That journalists are still going on talking about Shaheen Bagh, Sharjil Imam's speech. That guy was slapped for sedition for a ridiculous speech of whatever, breaking India or doing Chakka Jam. Here's a guy who came, gave a speech and there's immediate violence. violence and f- I think the death toll will reach at least 40 people. I mean, I'll the come to the polarization. The I, you know, I was just, uh, the three things that hit me most in this is A, the Delhi police. Uh, I've never been a fan Absolutely. of the police. Uh, I've always had contempt for the police. And I'm thrilled to see, it's also worrying, but I'm happy to see that the contempt that I had for the police force for years, now regular people who are not as privileged as me have. I'm talking about drivers, Panwalas, who have no hesitation in telling a cop to fuck off. Because mm. the disrespect that they have, and this, I think, will outlast the Modis and Shahs. And the jackasses in khaki who are kissing the asses of their political masters and doing what is told to them, they have basically shot themselves in the foot. Yes. Unki pehle, they, must, they may have been corrupt chutiyas even earlier, but now they are corrupt chutiyas who are not feared. Mm. So, you see, they've, they've, even the fear is gone. And I think that is, that is wonderful. I'm, I'm very happy about that. I just hope the cops are treated the way they should be with the contempt they deserve, uh, seeing the kind of 
activity they they breaking cctv cameras they are telling mobs to pick up rocks i i really the, think the that's viral a video camera. of those boys being asked to sing, to sing yeah. that was i yeah. honestly yeah. thought that's fake no, but the, i couldn't believe so that i know the cops true. is one how the court the judge has been transferred is yes. one and him asking the the solicitor general or whoever tushar mehta tushar mehta that why hasn't any action been taken or fair been lodged against the bjp mm. that's it we haven't seen the speech can you imagine mm-hmm. i mean this is like a hindi film you know where there is no witness for this, anything and the cops just no, the get away with is, it i mean if you go back you see the reports you see the books on communal violence that's happened since 47 and all every single vi- if you just take a bunch of reports of different uh, carnages and just take out the names of the places where it happened you can't tell one from the other it's everywhere it's the police has sided with the writers the judiciary has been stacked against the take, talk about bagalpur talk about uh, gujarat the judiciary has been stacked against the victims everywhere the only thing different now is that all this has been recorded on camera in real time so that just shows the the horror that is that you read in the reports now it's there for everybody to see and this the one thing different with these people in paris that they just don't pretend anymore earlier they would at least pretend okay we'll take the cases out the of brazen, the, out yeah. of out of that state give it to maharashtra wherever now it's just okay this guy says something about us this is one good judge check him out yeah another thing uh, the circumstantial evidences so far are strongly indicating that the people who orchestrated the entire thing they came from the border area mm, lot of them because, because so they are from delhi no They, okay. see i tell you Why, even even, even the, even the hindus that? living there the migrants they are small workers they are struggling f- to you know live for the day so so uh, if you look at the population you know in that particular area so i don't think that i think the evidence uh, and uh, is and the loni is just next haryana border and this ghaziabad is so close by so i think uh, it was orchestrated i think i personally was very disappointed with how arvind kejriwal behaved in all of this hmm. with his silly photo ops at rajghat you know praying in front of gandhi you may not have the police under you but you have 62 mlas you could have gone to the area way before you could have conducted peace marches this is something that mamta banerji does really well she hits the streets every time she sees that something like this is happening in her state and i think it's really pathetic that he didn't stand up to the occasion and appealing for peace in more ways than just tweeting or doing photo ops at rajghat hmm yeah no, let's also banisha i also noticed the same thing yesterday because lnjp is under the delhi government this hospital and i was just shocked at the lack of like anybody being prepared in fact even the riot victims were not were just registered as people who were who had some kind of injuries and there was no acknowledgement that they were affected by the riots and which is why people were bleeding from 2 am until 7 pm yesterday there was no action till lots of us like uh, frantically tweeted and made calls so i understand that law and order is not under the delhi government but this public health and these hospitals they are under them and i hoped that there uh, there was there would be some more proactive action and that was yeah. there in fact even ambulances that the hospital could have provided for the victims were not available now before we move on i have a few emails and letters from our wonderful subscribers this one is from raj shekhar who was a subscriber but now is a subscriber and a columnist and a contributor to news laundry raj has written two wonderful pieces for two right yes. yes so raj looking forward to more but this is an email where raj says guys this is just a mehraj appreciation mail i have been a subscriber of news laundry for a while and i have been following news laundry since at least 
I think adding Mehraj in the team was one of the best decisions you have ever made. I would basically pay money to have Mehraj have his own pod, podcast, I guess he means, where he picks a specific socio-political idea like free speech and goes into detail and explain it. He's a great mind and personally, if he is not concurrently writing a book on his political essays, it is a travesty. Apart from that, keep up the good work. So, high praise, Mehraj. Are you starting your own pod or are you going to be a slacker? Thanks so much, Raj. Th- those are very kind words. But uh, I'll try my best to do as well like as I can. Do a podcast or not? We have actually been talking about doing one. So, but we are, we are short of resources. So, subscribe us. We depend on you for all the uh, resources. So if we have more people, we can do more stuff. If we have more resources, we can do more but stuff. But if I'm not wrong, we've already interviewed for a desk position, right? We are hiring someone? Are no, we? no, no. We are, we are looking for people. We haven't for people. been oh. finding good we, people. We have a budget. I've said you can yes, hire yes. another. Yeah, so yeah. as soon as that person, you find a person who you like, yeah. then please start this podcast. Yes, we have actually uh, spoken about Discuss it. That, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, so hopefully, hopefully but we'll do that. Obviously, Mehraj has very high standards. So... Just, just f- full disclosure that everyone says, yes, Allah, kya karta hai. I have already approved for one desk person and two reporters. <laughs> now it's up to Raman and Mehraj when they can hire those people. <laughs> uh, no, we are in the process. <laughs> so once that person comes, maybe Mehraj will have a little more time because right now he's uh, just him and Jayashree are handling the desk entirely on their own, which can get a bit much, especially when you have like eight, ten stories coming in a day. Uh, let's just move on to um, Trump's visit. Manisha has to leave us in 10 minutes. She is going to yes. Ashoka University. In fact, to your university, Neha. You're giving a lecture yes. there? Delivering a lecture, Manisha? I'm delivering re- delivering a lecture. What are you going to say? Can you give us a sneak peek? I'm just going to be talking to them about Kashmir and reporting on Kashmir and how television media reported the abrogation and created consensus for the abrogation before it. I see. So One word, horrible. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> So Trump was here. While he was here, there was lots of hugging. I've noticed when Trump and uh, Modi hug, because both of them are very large around the waist, <laughs> as opposed to the to, to, to the rumored chest, which is clearly not 56 inches. But the waist could be. Waist could be. So they kind of, the stomach touch, and then they kind of lean into each other. You know what I mean? Uh, and then he put his hand under his so uh, armhole, yeah. Which was so weird. It's so weird. I'm sure, I, I'm sure Trump isn't <laughs> attracted. So there was much Bonhomi, there was much Do- Doland Trump. Both of them. Doland. They both <laughs> like murdered all names. Viveka Mundun Kardiyasne. Viveka Nandko. And uh, it was a hilarious speech. Uh, there was a wall built to keep. We discussed that last hafta. There was no significant trade talk except that after the initial Bonhomi and Trump saying, you know, I love Modi and all that, in his press conference, he did say that we are treated unfairly. Harley Davidson is taxed at 200%. So clearly he's not going to let up no matter how much he and Modi hug, let up on his tariffs and export-import policy. He's not letting up on that. But Manisha, you attended the press conference yeah, at the it was US Embassy fun. and you didn't get to ask a question. No, I didn't. But do I tell kept us, raising my hand, but I didn't. But what, what did you get from that? You did say that the fact... and In fact, um, Advaita Kala has tweeted that the CNN journalist and Trump got into Jim a spat. Costa. yeah. Uh, and uh, sh- she said it is very bad of CNN to question their president on foreign soil. And I was just discussing this with Manisha. Goodness. That if Indian Puchle. Hamari Prime Minister foreign soil per 
I I found it really funny one of the things I'll just tell you that he went on to talk about how you know he loves the Indian steel sector and we love them they're doing such a good job such a great job I met Mr Patel he kept kept on going Mr Patel but Mr Patel I'm like who's this Mr Patel so it turns out he was talking about Mittal <laughs> <laughs> like sabko isne Patel ha <laughs> Patel sab Patel hai but it was very amazing that he came uh, there were no um, He came and he took questions very spontaneously. Jim Costa was right at the beginning, and he said, "You know, you can ask me." They got into a little spat where he said, "Your, you know, your uh, record is your good. record is terrible at telling truth." And he said, "Our record is better than yours." And then he said, "No, it's not." And he said, "We're very proud of our record." So they got into a little bit of an altercation. But Trump took questions randomly from all journalists, unheard of in India, not even from Manmohan's times. Could I think journalists just yeah ask be asked be asked to just ask questions without knowing what the script is before or without even knowing which journalist is going to get to ask a favorable journalist or mm, a journalist to you are unlucky as usual Indian journalists asked pathetic questions <laughs> I was so disappointed only one journalist asked him about CIA rest was just uh. sir what do you think about Pakistan sir what will you do and Trump is very clearly I mean he's said once that you know Imran Khan is a great friend of mine mm. I love this gentleman I love him I love him. Then again, but sir, what will you do about Pakistan? And I think he was trying to say that, boss, I don't care. You know, it's your <laughs> issue. I think he pretty much kind of said that you guys are India's a big country. You know, he was trying to imply that and took a BBC journalist to then ask him again about CAA and the mm. uh, NRC. And when Trump responded, and he basically said it's India's problem, and I'm not interfering in it. Mm. The BBC correspondent went ahead cheekily, said that, suggested. you know asked him that do you think you're even the right person to bring up this question considering your own record of you know wanting a muslim ban and stuff like that so i thought it was it was I, really uh, great to see a free press in action i think when is when your spirit is broken uh, when your spirit is broken it doesn't matter whether it's modi in front of you or trump in front of you or manmohan in front of you yeah. when you have got used to being salam sahab then you'll do salam sahab no matter yes. who the sahab is and that is the case of the indian media yes they have said salam sahab so Dude, you can take Trump to the cleaners, yeah. वो भी आपकी you don't have the nuts to do that. It's just I'm just disgusted. Yeah, no, I mean, it was for people with longer memories. Say for that brief period during the on um, that Jan Lokpal Andolan, even when Manmohan Singh gave press conferences, mm. the questions were so asinine all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody, somebody should do a story to show what is what kind of people live behind the wall. The People who were hidden from yeah. Trump. Who are they? Yeah. That is the story. Am the bad correct? Uh, That'll be a good one. They have been thrown out. No, most of most of them were told to go from there. Also, right? No, I think just the wall. Some were told to go, but the others the wall was built. Basically, the same thing would happen. Uh, We discussed that. What happened here? Commonwealth Games. It was also amazing. Like, um, I mean, he's such a phenomenally narcissistic person. It's amazing. I mean, of course, we know that about him, but it was amazing how every answer was about him. Everything he said went back to him. He went on the strange, like five-minute monologue and saying that you know the U.S. ambassadors told me, the Indian ambassadors told me that nothing like this has ever happened in India. The reception I've got, like no one's ever been received in such a way, like thousands and thousands of people, and everyone came to pay their respects. Then he, of course, he's like, 
of course i'm a representative of america so they were paying their respects to america but i'm still their leader so he just went on this 5 minute rant yeah. about how great he that is you know that is his great this thing no that's his great weapon he's but always he's on like, brand and he's his like brand a child is himself who genuinely believes it you know yeah, it's I mean, not a, he's like a brat he that actually that makes it authentic right it's very authentic yeah. clean narcissistic yeah. which is quite amazing this is me deal with it yeah so uh anything else to do with the us visit before i just you know briefly want to discuss one more issue the one thing which is in context of delhi is that the wall to wall coverage that every hug everything was getting while delhi was burning demonstrates it's not just the famous tragedy of distance okay rajdeep kya bolta rehta the tyranny of distance tyranny of distance you know vans could have gone where they are here but it was trump that was getting coverage and i don't know whether you saw sudhir choudhary's f- selfie with trump and modi oh, and he most says most powerful some, selfie yeah most powerful selfie and says how <laughs> wonderful and he says yes is an organic picture and i don't know whatever the fucking organic picture is and it's made of <laughs> how can a selfie be an organic picture selfie is like maybe the most choreographed thing on earth maybe he meant that the very word means that it yeah. was i mean taken with that purpose okay. <laughs> okay. you guys are okay. organic man no but no but maybe he means that if i do print it out it will be on paper that is organic material which will decay <laughs> no 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 i i know what he means modi was in the background in that picture he was not like next to him or okay, in so front there, of him as it should like have been so maybe he meant that so, galti se ho gaya yeah so that was um, the, the other thing that got major coverage har cheez galti se karta ha it's 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 tragic what's happened to journalism and journalists so on that note i'd like to request all of you to support journalists like neha dikshit neha you you know you should put up a, a a sena project i can guarantee you you'll have a lot of supporters of news laundry who will directly mm. pitch in and support you with your battle i mean you should consider it i mean it's up to you what you want to do i will definitely do that i i am just going to finish the what i'm working on and i am i am i look forward to doing my next investigative story for news laundry and and in that we'll separately and with full transparency to our uh, you know listeners we will say you know here's another lakh and a half that you need to top up so that she can also pursue her case yeah mm. so um and there are enough Thank people so there are enough people out there who will contribute yes, trust yes. me while there are a lot of dicks out there there are a lot of good people too yes. Yes, I can absolutely. tell you we 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 know many of them because they keep us alive <laughs> and they make sure that news laundry can continue to report. So thank you to our wonderful producer Ivneet and thank you Anil for recording this. Thank you Neha for making the time and Mehraj sir and thank Raman you. sir please go thank back. You. Our reporters on the ground just make yes. sure that they come back. I don't yes. want any heroes. They should yeah. all be back in one yes, piece. Yes, that's the first priority. That's the first really. priority. Yes. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.